Hey, hey, microphone, Bruce. It's really good how you do really? it. Bruce. Welcome to Flipping Off, a purpose-driven podcast about flipping houses and making a difference. All right. Well, hello, everyone. Dave and Melina Boswell here in the in the studio again, and um, today we have. Uh, well, we're going to start off different. We, if you've never been to our club before, um, we have this wall inside of our our training room, if you will. And this wall, we're not sure what we call it exactly, but something to the effect of uh, the inspiration wall, or or something to that effect, where students can literally post like postcards and and write messages and maybe things little tidbits they got from a class or something that that they just want to share and we we kind of rotate through it and so forth and it was melina's idea um as we rebranded and redid a bunch of the construction in there and there was a, a post up there recently that like i just i loved it i mean i read it and read it and read it and i was like this is freaking awesome <laughs> and yep. um so we, we brought a copy in it uh, in to the studio today, and Melina's here, and, and she's going to um, open us up by by reading this. So if you wouldn't mind, honey. Yeah, you know it's funny. Uh, I, I haven't read it for a while, so I wasn't reading it right now, and I was like, oh, just as you were speaking, I wasn't even listening to you because I started reading it, and I was like, oh my gosh, I have to read this out loud. Oh. So anyway, it's uh, <laughs> all right. I'll go ahead. So don't judge me. Okay. So it says Melina and Dave. You bring new meaning to REO. While, while that you teach real estate, you serve onions with awesome sauce. You delicately peel our onion skins layer by layer. You like to let some onions simmer and soften up while others you slice and dice. You know when to bake some and roast others. You teach us to see without, with, you, you teach us to see without our onion goggles, to speak without the offensive onion breath, and to expose our in, innermost onion flower. You are master chefs in the way you handle our onion hearts, and you deserve and you deserve and Michelin star oh, three Michelin stars <laughs> for your excellent cuisine that is worth the journey. So from the bottom of my onion heart, I want to thank both Dave and Melina for the fearless courage put forth so many years ago to step up and shine a beacon of light for us to follow. Not only have you taught me the art of real estate investing, you have truly restored my appetite for life. God bless you both. Bruce. Hmm. Oh, so in the studio, we have, um, we have Bruce, Mr. Bruce Redman. Um, hi. Good morning. How are you? Author of that beautiful piece of literature. Yeah, and um, we we read that obviously, and well, I'll just speak for myself. It's it's difficult for us to sometimes receive, and um, you know the the last part of that where you know inspiring you know your appetite for life was um, probably exactly how I see you at least uh, from where you were what, a couple of years ago now, um, to where you are today, that, that was a, a really big deal. And, and by the way, we, in, in here, uh, we have Mr. Tim Wilkinson as well, who's joined us this morning because Tim had some really powerful insights as we were talking about this podcast and just asking Bruce to come in here and, and so forth. And if you guys, if you guys remember, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we recorded the, um, do you remember, Yes, and um, this just ties so well into. It really <laughs> to you remember because 
I've totally forgot so many things that's happened with um, Bruce and and his journey ultimately here. So, yeah. With that, um, honey, you've you've spent a great deal of time with Bruce and his wife. Yes. Um, and just their whole journey and process. And so I don't want to I don't want to speak though. I want to allow you to. From my perspective. From your perspective. <laughs> Bruce's journey. Yeah. So I, I think I was sharing earlier that, you know, for me, the reason Bruce is so um, important or significant and important, aside from your beautiful onion heart, um, is that when um, when you came to us, you know, you were in a in a position in your life where you had sold a business you were just waiting to get paid out. You were kind of on top of the world in terms of you weren't on the at the grind every day. You had just newly, uh, just had a newly discovered freedom of your time. And you kind of thought like, hey, I'm going to figure out what I want to do now. And you were, you were, I think you were okay. You know, you were kind of, you were kind of all right. Uh, this is my perspective. Now you can definitely correct me. Um, if that's not the case, maybe you were just masked up. Well, I, I was hiding things very well, I think. Oh, okay. Uh, when, <clears throat> when the business sold, um, the first time that the new owner yeah. uh, and I didn't see eye to eye and, um, it, I left in a bad way yeah. and I, I was in a uh, very negative spot. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Excuse me. And, um. You know, I was trying to move forward in life and, and find out what to do. And I was looking at a different business. I knew I'd never wanted to work for somebody again. I, right. knew, I, I didn't trust people. I didn't, you know, I, I had lost a lot of respect for, for people, I guess, you mm -hmm. know, trusting people. And in my journey of finding the club, um, you guys were able to open that up and bring that mm -hmm. back. And that's where I got the zest for life back is that... You know, I began to trust people again. I began to open up to people again. When, you know, when I first showed up, I was very, uh, I thought I was very closed, very, um, mm. you know, my, my lips were zipped shut. My, you know, I wasn't, yes, very guarded. Mm -hmm. You know, I was there for some real estate information. But, <laughs> you know, that this club full of people I wasn't really, wasn't really sure about. Sure. And so that was where I was at. Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of true. Yeah. I, I totally know that. Um, but I think you were, um, so that's what you're talking about internally. That was definitely what was happening, um, emotionally internally. And I think that, um, I definitely didn't know that about you. Um, but I think that you felt some sort of, um, like, you know, I know this is what's going to happen. I'm going to, you know, close on my business and then I'm going to get this money and then I'm going to, you know, go figure out and do whatever I'm going to do. And then that ended up taking much longer than you anticipated. Yes. Yeah. So from my perspective, this is the way it looked from the outside looking in was that, um, you know, you had some, maybe, uh, you know, a you had your own calendar. Expectations. Yeah, some expectations and a, and a timeline of the way things were going to happen. And then it was like one bump and then another bump. And then all of a sudden, you found yourself in a position where you were like, oh, shoot, um, this business isn't like the money hasn't come yet. The acquisition hasn't closed. So now um, I find myself in a position where I, I probably need to make some money. Yes. And that was new because I think when you first came in, you didn't think you'd be there right away. Or, you know, you, you had a different timeline. And the timeline ended up not being yours. 
Right. I wasn't sure if anything really was going to come of the sale. Right. I didn't know if I'd ever see any money. I didn't know if that was ever going to pan out. I really wasn't trusting them at that point. Right. So the uncertainty of the future was there, and I was looking to find a way to secure that, and that's when I started looking at a business to buy or something along that route. Right. And I had found a business, and I had tried to put something together to purchase it, and the numbers just didn't work out. And so I kind of had that on the back burner, and that's when I found the club. Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Do, so, do you mind me asking real quick, how old are you, Bruce? Uh, 57. So 57. So you'd be, uh, we'd call it like headed toward retirement, although I know you have no real expectations of like never working, but, you know, be on your motorcycle and enjoy life and that kind of thing, right? Correct. So, and I think a lot of people that come to the club can identify with totally with that. I mean, there's just a lot of people that are in that spot of like, okay, so what's the next chapter of my life? What do I want to do? Where am I going to go? And, and, um, so as you were looking at that business, I don't remember, I, I can't remember all the different conversations we had. I mean, mm-hmm. there's just, there's countless hours that Melina and I just talked about like that business that you had brought. Cause I remember ultimately you ended up, you know, mentoring more with Melina and I and just, you know, reaching out and looking for, for help and guidance and assistance and in, in, quote unquote, the real estate <laughs> game. Right. Mm-hmm. But what ended up happening was Melina specifically, you ended up doing a lot of work with Bruce on that business that he found. Right. Yeah. So yeah. maybe, maybe cue us in on some of that stuff. And I know Tim, you were, you had mentioned a few things about this, but I'm kind of in the, in the dark. My, my memory is pretty vague of, all the different things that took place there. And I think that's a pretty, pretty big deal because it's some really cool stuff that took place that we forgot about. Yeah. So, um, well, you know, you, well, Bruce, why don't you share? Cause you, you bought the business, but then you had the idea that you wanted to buy the building too. Well, I, I was in the beginning, the building was not part of the business. Right. It was for sale. And I was having a hard time making the numbers work to make it be something I wanted to be part of. And it wasn't until I took the classes, that, that uh, the creative acquisition classes and some of the different things that I then realized, well, if I add the building to the, <laughs> to the, to the deal, <laughs> that all of a sudden it made sense. And so I used, uh, you know, all the cap rate valuations to come up with a valuation on it. And, uh, you know, the, I, I listened to what you said, listened to what he's, his problem was or his issue. And I was able to put all those things together and solve his issue. And in the end, I ended up with the building as (laughs) as part of the deal. And, and then, uh, it was about a year later that I realized the business isn't really what I wanted to do. I was more involved in the, in the real estate. And I wanted to spend more time out, you know, helping homeowners and not in the in the depth of the this building uh, on on the cold machines, you know, making parts anymore. So, which is which was a big stretch for you. I mean, something completely new because that's where generally in your past you've been very comfortable. Yes, I, I I've been an engineer. Yeah, yeah. I've always been on <laughs> machines, and you know, I've always felt comfortable with uh, you know the oil and the grease. You know, no mm. heartbeat, no no emotions. They don't talk back. <laughs> <laughs> don't have to feel anything. <laughs> right, right. They do that exactly is... what you want them to do. <laughs> right. Yeah. right. And if they don't, then you have to tweak something and then it works. Yeah, right. <laughs> hit it with a hammer and, you know, right. move on. <laughs> Nothing like human beings. Correct, correct. You can't hit them with a hammer and... No, it doesn't even know. work, it turns out. I, we tried it, it doesn't work, no. <laughs> so I, I heard you say, so you, you paid attention in class, 
You listened to what was being said. It's very uh, key, and I'm sitting here looking at Tim because when you talk about you know creative acquisitions and you know that that whole series of classes that you know um, Chris Albin teaches, and you don't realize how much you're learning, you know, when you're sitting there, right? Right, right. It, it's go ahead. Yeah, yeah. If the more you listen, which is what Melina teaches, listen, and the more you listen, the more you learn, and. You know, you, you allow us to, to repeat the classes again and again. And every time you repeat, you pick up another piece of something, you, you, a different emphasis, a different something. And, and so I learned to listen. And, and that really paid off I, in a big way. <laughs> That's funny. Cause... He's almost embarrassed. He's like, it really paid off. <laughs> yeah, it's such a simple concept, you know, listen. Yeah. Listen so hard that it hurts is actually what I say. Yeah. Can somebody take Bruce's picture right yeah. now? Because he's as, so cute. as, I mean, the biggest smile I've ever seen him have with is from ear to ear right now. It's pretty awesome. But you, you picked up on, I mean, there's a couple of really keys there, so I, I don't want anybody to miss those, but you repeated, like, you, so you plugged in, you stayed the course, there, you know, your level of, of skepticism when you came in was obviously high for, for various reasons, your own life experiences and the people that had, you know, mistreated you or weren't, you know, straight up with you, and, and we can definitely get that, we can relate to that, and, um, you know, coming down to some strange club to meet some strange people and, when you're used to talking to machines and, um, you know, here. Because people do suck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, a lot of times people are, are definitely not, you know, what they pretend to be and so forth. And, and I think that's a real challenge for a lot of people. I and mean, we talk to so many that come to our office that are, you know, like, is this really real? You know, is this, is, are these people really who they say they are? Are they going to do what they say they do? And, you know, while we're not perfect, you know, we, we do our best to serve anybody that we ultimately um, take on inside the club. And so... Well, we, we, we always show up. I mean... Yeah. I, I don't think anybody expects another person to be perfect. I think people expect people to be there. Yeah. That's, that's, all, that's the only thing you can really do is give your word and, and your commitment. Yeah. Right? That's what it really comes down to. Yeah. So now looking at you from... When was it? Was it two years ago? A uh, little over two years. A little over two years. So... Two years, and you've been involved in some real estate transactions, right? You've had a, f a few of those taking place, but I, 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 you know, for me, that's not even the significance of any of this, because I think you're more than capable of, of closing real estate deal after real estate deal. You're a sharp guy. Um, you're actually a lot more personal than most engineers, you know. That's that I know. true. That is so, true. So, I mean, looking at an engineer over here with Tim, you know, this guy couldn't talk to the not personable at all <laughs> <laughs> to who he is today right yeah. the guy who's making jokes every every 30 seconds now and um i like how it's so funny when we talk about bruce's deal you know tim's face whole his whole face lights up he goes that is a cool deal okay. yeah. <laughs> well, i, I love that i really think it's cool um bruce didn't uh, he didn't get into the rest of it i mean we kind of stopped talking about the process when he finally hit that year mark and decided that he wanted to get back into real estate. I mean, we didn't talk about what happened after that. I mean, uh, didn't you, at that point, you decided to, um, I decided to sell the business, right? Because it was taking too much time. So I decided to uh, sell the business. And, uh, once again, I did, uh, uh, a creative sale, um, and had I sold the business and I had them remove it from the building, so and then uh, the payments of that is what's paying for the building. 
So I, boom, chugga <laughs> Right. So you have ultimately own the building. Correct. Yeah. Correct. That somebody else is paying for. Correct. <laughs> Correct. We like that. So ultimately, buy the business uh, with other people's money. With other people's money, um, run the business for a while uh, and decide that it's not for you, and that that's fine. But um, then sell the business using other people's money, using the first other people's money and cash flow on it through the whole year, make money through the whole year Correct. as in running the business. Um, get all the write-offs. Get all the write-offs and everything, yeah. all the benefits of business ownership and yep. property ownership. Correct. And then sell it. And now the person who's buying the business from you is paying for the business that you bought on other people's money and paying for the pro- the property, and you're going to end up buying the property. And for, my, for me, because I, I love the creative stuff. <laughs> right. So for me, I'm like... All, that is one heck of a cool way to buy a piece of property. <laughs> That's right? ultimately what he did, right? <laughs> right. right? And through the whole process, Bruce is thinking, man, I really want to get into real estate. And in the, in the end, he was <laughs> buying property the whole time. Right, right. Isn't that fascinating? Because that's a, that's a really good point, Tim, because, um, you know, and I think Bruce said it, he bought a business that he was comfortable with, mm. right? Machines, you know, working with machines and grease and not belly buttons with heartbeats. And, uh, but then ultimately through your journey, you realized that actually where you, what gives life is being involved in other people's lives. Yes. And, and I, and that's kind of back to the, the thing that you read earlier, the, the peeling the onions and, and being in all the classes and, and being there on a regular basis and seeing how you interact with different people and how you help them, um, not maybe not intentionally or it doesn't appear as it's intentionally to help people, but it, in, in a roundabout way, it, it helps everybody learn how to be a better person. You know, I, I talk about the onion the onion skins and the, the onion breath. And, you know, you, you can't show up at the door with baggage. You can't, you, you, you have to be open and transparent and, and honest. And that's kind of what happens just by being part of the club. It just, it's a, um, it, it's a beautiful thing. I, you know, what you guys have put together, it's not just real estate. It's all these other strategies, all these other things that are, they are way more important, you know, learning to listen. It just, just such a huge, huge uh, thing. Yeah, that's, um, I appreciate that so much because that has been, you know, that, that was my, that was our goal from the very beginning, which was sanctuary. That's what I wanted to create was sanctuary. Um, and for me, what sanctuary means is safety. Hmm. So, um, and everybody, I want everybody to walk in and feel safe. That's, that's the whole point of it. So I love that you said you can't come in with baggage um, and you can't lie, which is so funny. Isn't that cute? Tim, what were you going to say? I already know you're going to say something. Oh, Go ahead. I was, I mean, we always talk about baggage and stuff like that, but I, something I've noticed about myself, because I'm engineering, um, <laughs> right? I and, definitely coined that term. Right. I'm definitely, and I'm an engineer. That's how my brain works. That's my personality before I came. And, and it's your perfection. Um, Right, and I remember Bruce when he first came very much the same way. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and I think it's really cool. Like when I read this, um, this onion analogy, if you will, um, I was thrown. Like 
I loved it when I read it. I was like, holy cow, this is so good. It's so deep, mm. right? Because we we have we always talk about peeling the onion and things like that. But so for me, it was really deep. And I'll tell you the the most the thing that was the most surprising to me was when I got to the end and I was like, Bruce, <laughs> that engineering guy has like, cause you don't, you don't get that Bruce, like at the time when, when Bruce first Absolutely. came around, you don't get that Bruce has that in him because he is very much, um, an engineer. engineer. <laughs> he's a very much, he's very much an engineer. And for Bruce to actually put that out there, I was surprised, yeah. um, that it was Bruce. I, I think that's what probably had such a huge impact on me of reading course. it. Right. Was who it came from. Right. Right. You know, so I I looked at that and said, well, that's that's who Bruce really is. The other Bruce that, you know, comes in masked up and just, you know, kind of calloused and maybe maybe um, guarded. Yeah. From, but always pleasant. Absolutely. Yeah. Always with a smile on his face, yes. always happy and everything. Yes. But internally. Yes. Really struggling to find his way and, and purpose and you know, zeal for life and, and, um, just seeing that come out in you the last couple of years is just awesome. I mean, it's, it's funny when, you know, we were talking to that homeowner and, you know, it's not every day that I can take, you know, an hour out of my day and talk with Bruce and talk with the homeowner and that, that kind of stuff. But when I got off the phone with you and the homeowner, um, I didn't feel zapped. I don't know if you, that makes sense to anybody, but it's perfect like, sense. Definitely, you feel like you you brought something to the equation and, and to my life to where I go, hey, with Bruce, Bruce calls and Bruce needs something, I'm I'm happy to help him. I'm happy to carve that time out and and um, for me, that's a that's a really big deal because you know not everybody that comes in. Um, is really growth oriented the way. Yeah. I was just going to say the important piece of that is that what, what you get, the, the importance of that is that Bruce walks in 100% ready to grow. Sure. So he doesn't, you, you never come in Bruce with, um, not a taker, definitely not a taker. And doesn't mean that you don't get things. It's just that you don't show up as a taker. And I, I love that what you said was that you can't, what you have to be honest like not being honest isn't an option. And that, that says like, that's such a, it speaks volumes because not everybody gets that. No. Right. And the people that don't receive that, the people that don't are, are unwilling to operate in that kind of a mindset don't have the growth. And I think that, um, like if there's one thing you, you know, everybody could take away from it, like not being honest, not an option. Right. I think that's so good because I think if you're honest, um, it doesn't zap everybody. It doesn't take the life out of people. You know what takes the life out of other people is when you're faking it, mm. when you're faking um, who you are, when you're faking and you're trying to be something that you're not. That's exhausting. Mm. Somebody who's completely honest and transparent is not exhausting at all. It's refreshing. It's life-giving, mm. actually. Yeah. And that's that's really who Bruce is. Um, well, I, I know Bruce in a different way, obviously. You know, co- coachable and humble along those same lines is what really – because I, I know other people would say, well, I'm honest – but, you know, they could be honest all day long, but if they're not willing to... You have to be growth-oriented. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, you have to be wanting to grow. Right. And I think that's where the honesty shows up, you know. Um, I know that Bruce and I had, you know, it's funny, Tim says that, um, you know, reading the Onion story and then realized it was Bruce was, like, shocked. Um, I guess for me I wasn't shocked because maybe I, I know I know you on a very different level um, and because I've had the privilege of, of mentoring with you and really creating it, mentoring has only been nothing more than a friendship from my perspective. Right. And, um, you've been willing to share a lot of very personal things that have happened in your life. And, and, um, would you mind sharing a little bit about 
the most recent um, scenario that you've that you've experienced? Would you mind? Is it okay if I? Well, I'll walk you through it. If when it's I okay. came to see you, yeah, the most recent thing. So, so I, I, I set up an appointment to come see you. Mm -hmm. I, you know, um, I know it's not real mentoring, but it, it yeah. sort of is. Yeah. You know, I, yeah. I mean, it's it's kind of life mentoring yes. in a way. Yes. And I, I came because I, I was uh, disappointed in myself that I, right. that I wasn't. Uh, I felt I wasn't putting enough time and effort into growing my new business in real estate and. Um, partly because I was so involved with helping a homeowner, a, a, a lady that was a friend that uh, lost her husband, and he left her with an, an overwhelming burden of stuff, um, just car parts galore, uh, and just just a huge burden on her. And um, I, I just... You know, I made a promise to him on his deathbed that I would help her and, you know, get through this and not not struggle. And so, Bruce, um, <laughs> can you? <laughs> yeah, I know it's really it's it's an incredible story that I think is so. Um, it's it's powerful. It's 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 incredible. But um, if you wouldn't mind sharing, well, let me let me ask you this question. Um, this was friends of you and your wife. Yes. And um, he was in the hospital for how long? Uh, he had gotten throat cancer and went into the hospital. Had been in about a year. He lost his voice right on, right in the very beginning. They mm -hmm. put in a trachea, so he couldn't talk. And um, so he was he was pretty much bedridden for about for a year for an entire year. And so, and it was very sudden too. I mean, he was a healthy guy, you know, mid sixties, wow. and uh, just very active. Just so a nice, when, nice guy. So when I, just to clarify, so when you said you're working with a homeowner, this was actually friends. These are friends. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. it wasn't just some homeowner that you just randomly met. No, okay. it was it was somebody that he knew. When he was he was telling me this is how the conversation went. He comes in and he's having a conversation with me about feeling disappointed in his, um, in, in the activity. Effort. Yeah, his effort and 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 so I said, well, you know, what have you been doing? And then he starts sharing with me. Well, you know, I've been spending all this time, you know, helping. Um, this woman, you know, she has this and that. And then I was like, wait a second. Wait, who, who is this person? Like, let's back up and tell me about her and why are you doing this and what, what is it that's going on? So then he begins to share this story with me um, about, you know, these friends. And then at some point, Bruce, you, you hadn't gone to go see him in the hospital. Yeah, I, I don't like hospitals. I just, <laughs> hospitals and, and me don't get along. <laughs> so, so I just um, do everything I can to avoid them. And I knew, you know, after he'd been in there for, for a year, and I knew it was, it had to be getting close. And um, I knew I had to go say goodbye. I had to thank him for being my friend. I had a, and I, I had a conversation with Yanni even before I, I, before I did that. You know, how do I go? How do I go thank somebody and say goodbye and do that mm -hmm. stuff? Mm -hmm. And that was a tough, uh, very tough visit. And I went in and uh, thanked him for being my friend, thanked him for, you know, everything he's done to, to support my wife. I mean, he's the one that allowed me to go travel because mm -hmm. he was there just to stand up and help my wife when I was gone, you know, mm -hmm. and allowed me to feel comfortable being away weeks at a time. And, uh, you know, a lot of other things also. But... Mm -hmm. um, so I, I went in and uh, thanked him and said, I got your back. I'll, you know, look after your wife. And he was gone within 15 minutes. So, I mean, he, he was able to let go. 
And so it was just a very touching thing. <laughs> mm. So I think that's mm. a, it's, it's difficult to really hear and receive what, what happened, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think when you and I spoke, it was obviously, you know, in a more intimate setting than sitting here like this, but it was, you knew that you needed to let him know that you would take care of his wife. Absolutely. You knew that. You knew that conversation needed to take place. Absolutely. And so you had the conversation, and he passed away within 15 minutes. So it was as if he was waiting for you to show up to tell him that you would take care of his wife. Yes, absolutely. So now... Fast forward, you and I are sitting in my office and you're telling me I'm not putting enough effort into my business. And I was, because you've, because it turns out that so much of your time was being um, taken up by helping this widow. Yes, yes. And it gave me the opportunity to look at you and say, man, Bruce, do you realize what you're doing? Like you're, 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 you've saved, you're saving her life, right? You, you allowed a man um, who was a friend to, you know, go home, if you will, um, in peace because of a promise that you made. So your word is meant everything to him. And now you're actually living in your word. And that, how do you, how could you possibly think that you're doing anything other than being incredibly successful? Uh, you know, I, I didn't, I didn't see that, you know, and, and sometimes it takes somebody else to, to point that out. Mm-hmm. Um, what I saw was that, you know, I have an office at the, at the shop and I'm not there. I have a, you know, I, I'm not putting the effort in. I, I, I've signed up to be part of the serving team and give back and that I'm not there giving back and I'm not, I'm not showing up in class anymore and I'm not participating. And I, and, and that's what I saw. And mm-hmm. I, I didn't see the, you know, I mean, I, I committed to this person and I'm putting a lot of time and energy into that, but I, I felt that I wasn't, you know, I was, I was disappointed in myself for not following through with, with my other commitments. Right. And the reality is, is that you, and this is what I pointed out to you, do you realize that you are living like the exact, like you're actually living the dream. You're living what Dave and I have been working so, so many years to create for people, an opportunity to live a life of significance and that's really what you're doing. And the significance that you're having in one woman's life is no small thing. Like every single life matters. Every single person matters. And if it weren't for you, this widow wouldn't be able to move on the way she is right now. Yeah. So that was why I said, like, this story needs to be shared because you really are living proof of, of you know, kind of like our goal to create for people. At least, I don't feel like we've created it for you. I think that maybe we've given you a space to realize it. That's all, you know, which for us makes, like you have no idea, it makes everything worth it. It makes <laughs> all of the the challenges, all of the opposition, all of the whatever, it makes it worth it because I look and I go, if, if one widow um, can sleep well and be safe and have her affairs taken care of because she lost her husband too soon, Oh my God! Are we doing the right thing? Yeah. And, and I, you know, I, I got that from you guys because, you know, that's through the club showing how to, you know, a life of service, show, serving people, you know, being open and honest, and and that's not something that I, I that's not a lifestyle that I lived before, you know, yeah. as an engineer. I, I, <laughs> so I, I just that was not me, and so 
I'm a very different person, and I and I owe that to you guys. Mm. I absolutely owe that to you guys for for bringing that out. You know, if it was always inside me, you mm -hmm. you brought it out. You 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 know you you shine that light, that beacon of light that that allowed me to follow. And, and I was gonna say you you were always that person. Absolutely. You just put the label on yourself that I'm an engineer and I'm mm -hmm. not that person. Mm. That's right. Because character always reveals itself. That's right. Right. So that's who you really are, and. It, you just, you just didn't have the platform and the space and the sanctuary um, to be able to be you. And so uh, I'm proud to call myself your friend, and I'm proud of who you are today and being here. And um, I think it's a, a really big deal and one that we shouldn't take so lightly maybe sometimes. Yeah, um, me too. Of what it looks like. So I guess this is another podcast um, <laughs> to remind us. <laughs> what do you know? <laughs> <laughs> Tell me all right over there. Yeah, I'm <clears throat> I'm I'm good. I just I'm always inspired by by stories like that where um people are able to be who they're supposed to be and be who who it feels right to be in the end. Um because again, I like I very much identify myself like Bruce as a as a engineer. I was much more comfortable with, you know, the computer in the corner than by dealing with you, the owner. Hmm. Um, and knowing that I wanted, I wanted so much more for myself. <clears throat> but when I look back, when I really look back, the things that made, always made me feel the best was when I was um, being impactful. And, you know, Bruce kind of came to the club <clears throat> um in a position where, you know, he had a successful life. He he sold a successful business, right? Um, and I think it's just really cool to be a part. I mean, I know, like me personally, I, I've had very little impact on Bruce, I think. Um, you know, we, we talk now and again, but just to be part of – the hole that that has made a space for mm -hmm. for Bruce to be able to um experience what he's experienced has is just really cool for me um to to just know that I'm a part of that because I I want to be impactful and maybe I wasn't as impactful on Bruce as I probably could have been or should have been but I just enjoy seeing that if that makes sense um well it makes perfect sense because you're part of the building of the sanctuary you're right. part of the sanctuary. Right. You're the reason the sanctuary exists, <laughs> you know, and now right. so is Bruce for the next club member. Right. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's well, pretty cool. Well, thanks for taking time out and sharing with us and getting out of your comfort zone. Yeah, Bruce, thank you so much for really everything that you've done. And there's there's so much more because you've helped this widow, but you've you've had a, a huge impact on the club too. You have inspired us when whenever there's anything to be done, you say you're not serving, you're not helping, but oh my gosh, yeah. you know, I know you are. I mean, there's shelves in the warehouse right now because of you. There is <laughs> um, a family that was moved into um, a home because of you. Uh, there's so many things that you've done that you've gone above and beyond. Uh, and so we're very, very grateful for you for that, for sure. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I'm, I'm very grateful in return to everybody in the club, and especially you, Dave and Melina. Hmm. Thank you. Ah, oh, that's awesome. All right. Well, <clears throat> uh, 
Boswell's. <laughs> or <laughs> 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 <laughs>